Breeze FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Friday, baby. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, Grant. Good morning. Jimmy's stuck behind the train. He sent a text. Oh, he missed a bus. Oh. I was stuck behind the train for 20 minutes, 25 minutes oh, this I morning. I thought the that train was, was bothering one. him, too. No, he missed his second bus. Okay. So he's uh, he's going to be a little bit later. But, you know, I I was... Trains make me rationally angry. I but know. there's nothing I can do about it. I know that they're not doing it on purpose, probably. They're just doing their jobs, but it's on purpose. <laughs> so I make it better. I get so mad at trains, <laughs> especially when they stop. Don't stop in front of me. If you're listening, train guy, we know you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> uh, by the way, I got to thank everyone. We got a flood of donations in the last couple of days for the Edmonton Food Bank. I want to keep it going. Yeah. If you drop something off, do it now. Just call or text yeah, us. We're here. We'll send Jimmy down to grab whatever you brought um, and we'll get you into a draw for the weekend passes for that Metallica show in August. We're going to go another week. We were going to do it today, like wrap it up and and, uh, send everything back, but um, we want to raise more donations. So we're going to add another week to the the chance for you to get into the draw. So again, we're 5241 Calgary Trail. Just give us a buzz. We'll come down. We're open until 5 weekdays as well. You can come by anytime and and uh, get in for the Metallica ticket draw, okay? Helping out a really good cause. Metallica getting us going this morning. We start seeing the lists, year-end stuff and all that, right? Yeah, it all starts coming out now. We're into December. One month left this year. What? Um, I know. Isn't what? Crazy. Um, the Webster's word of the year, authentic. Uh, yeah. They said in a world of fake news and... Um, uncertainty, um, authentic was the 2023 word of the year. Deep fakes, post truths, AI, a crisis of authenticity. Yeah, authentic is the word of the year. I think the further we go down this rabbit hole, the more and more appreciation there is going to be for a real person, a real voice, mm-hmm. a real image. I I search for it myself. It's going to become um, a premium. Yeah. I I search for it myself. Even the Kardashians talk about it. What? When they relaunched, Are you still watching the when they relaunched their show on on Disney on Hulu. Okay. They were like, "This is going to be more authentic. This is going to be more of a real look at our lives." Huh? That because that's because they know that's what people want. So that was yeah. their strategy. Was like, we'll we won't maybe air airbrush our photos as much, or I can you know. I can sniff it out too. If I see a video on TikTok or mm-hmm. something, if anything looks fake, I'm, I'm gone. As soon, if I'm watching a video and it's supposed to yeah. be a prank, yeah, oh, I'm going to prank this person, and I can see it's fake. I'm done. I'm d- I'm not going to watch your video. I'm not going to. I can tell yeah. by the acting. I can tell by but, the presentation. I I, I agree. I'm always mad when people get duped by it too. I'm like, how did you not know that was fake? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, you and I, we're just smarter than everyone. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> 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 so authentic is the word of the year. I I thought we could do this. We'll have some fun with this. Every time we throw p- things out to the locker room listeners, mm-hmm. I'm always wildly impressed. So here's what I'm looking for. I don't know if this is 
uh, effectively a, a topic or not. Whatever. It doesn't matter. What word would be the word of the year for the locker room? Mm. Drunk. Ah, two on no. the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you weighing in? You're the worst contributor to this show. <laughs> yeah. When it comes I, to creativity. Our, like, what was our theme this year? What did we do? What did. It, yeah. There's got to be a word to sum up 2023 for us. I was going to say last year was change, I think. I got married. You moved. Yeah. Jimmy didn't change, but. <laughs> never change. There was a lot of change on the show in yeah, 2022. Never change. 2023, yes. I don't know what. Okay. What, yeah. yeah. We'll see what comes in, okay? Locker room topic of the day. What would the locker room word of the year be? So this one came in from a first-time texter, jocularity. Okay. I had to look that up. <laughs> There's no bad ideas, but that might be one. Jocularity is the quality of being happy and liking to make jokes. Okay. I guess we're kind of happy and not funny. horrible. Um, Joe, I jumped to, I was too critical out yeah. of the gates. <laughs> Joe said taint. Could be our word. Oh, I like that. And um, uh, Trevor. We did talk about taint a lot. It comes up. For whatever reason. The our promo taints are code for an entire month. That's right, yeah. Um, and then Daddy-O, Trevor, said positive. Positivity. Positivity. Yeah. Mm. We just ooze positivity. Yeah. Well, we that got a, our word. We got a leader in the clubhouse, taint. <laughs> <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What would the locker room word of the year be? The Webster's Dictionary word of the year is authentic. So we're trying to figure out what our word is. No name on this text. They text us quite a bit about this. Flip. And he says... Because you guys flip flop on promoting the experimental vaccine. What the hell? <laughs> like this person, the vaccine lives rent free in this person's head. I don't understand. Did we? I don't remember promoting it. We said we got it. <laughs> we were like, everyone, go get your shots. Were we running ads? Um, Was there ads? Well, somebody might have bought some ads. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think because that that person does. Must be fun at parties. That person does text us quite a bit about the the vaccine still. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is your life been that turned upside down because of the vaccine that you're still bringing it up or finding every opportunity Any to text, opportunity that to text this show? It's, they, some people have... These three idiots. Some people have made it their whole personality, right? Yeah. To be the anti-vax person. Listen, I, I don't think um, you're going to listen to my advice. It, and if I had your name, I would be using it right now. But I think you you need to reevaluate. Mm -hmm. Find something. Like, I, I, I kind of respect the fact that you've maintained your anger for as long as you have. But I don't know. There is a point where I remember it was about a year after I got fired mm -hmm. from, from um, the only time I've been fired. I came to Edmonton, I took this PD gig, and I wouldn't let it go. I mean, every yeah. day I was talking about that, how there'd be no skid marks if I saw the, you know, like all these things, right? And my wife finally sat me down. She said, sit, Locke, you need to sit down. Yeah. You need to let this go. Your life is better now. You, I've heard you say that out loud. Mm -hmm. You have to stop focusing on this. I, I and listen, I don't know you. I've never met you. I don't even have your name. Whoever you are, I know you're listening because you just sent the text. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's it's time. It, it it's it really is time. Let it go. Let it Maybe go. that could be this person's. That's word your of the, word of for, the year for the next year. Yeah, you're. Yeah, let it go. The locker room topic of the day. The locker room word of the year. What do you think it is? Well, is this one word or two words? Bend over. Scott. I think bend over. It's two words, but I think it is. I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow bend over works. <laughs> Mark said Ozempic. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about Ozempic this, this year. It was odd. You were obsessed fi- with it for I a stretch there. I fixated on yeah. things. Right now I'm fixated on this Corey Perry well, and the, thing. And then you fall um, victim to the... The algorithm, because the algorithm sees, oh, this guy really likes Ozempic. So then oh, he yeah. starts sending you all the ads, and yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I got a ton of Ozempic ads on my on my Facebook, on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and uh, penis enhancement ads <laughs> for <laughs> some reason, for other reasons. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're still trying to get a sack, Jack. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. All right, we need to finalize our locker room word of the year. If any more. If any anything else comes in that we like, we, we won't disregard it. But let's lock something in. Yeah, WTF just came in. Um, I like that. I like W. Ozempic though. Ozempic to me feels like it really. It's kind of funny. I don't know why. It I was think the taint's biggest better issue. though. Taint, yeah. Because we did remember taint came up a lot. We've used it as promo codes. We've used it yeah, as text yeah. words. Well, and there was that story you were doing like grant reports on the like the pandemic of the shrinking taint for months. A, we're trying to save your taints. Yes. Oh, glory hole came in. Oh, glory Rob. hole. Yeah, he signed his name on it, so, but it made it look like that's his name. He put glory hole Rob. <laughs> Guess what your new name is in the tech now, service? Glory hole Rob. <laughs> Damn, glory hole's good too. Yeah. Should we take a vote? Maybe, hey. You we want Ozempic? A, we could do a Twitter poll. Let's Grant, let's do a Twitter poll. Leave it poll. up to the people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you put that up, okay? okay? So we'll do three choices. Ozempic, glory taint, hole, and taint. And glory hole, okay. All right. I like that. I like it. But we'll don't don't make it last a day though. No, I'll just do it for this show. For just Put it at the end of the show. Yeah. You're listening to The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and Cinnamon Jimmy. I will be honest with you. I am not a big Christmas music fan. I love Christmas. Yeah. It, it took some time. It took having kids for me to fall in love with Christmas. Mm-hmm. And His heart grew three sizes. <laughs> I'd say he just grew a heart. <laughs> anyway, I hated Christmas. Uh, but I do appreciate it now. I still despise Christmas music. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I like Christmas music, like, maybe a week leading up to Christmas. Um, you know, that's about it. Yeah, like it, this, it's overdone now. We listened to it when we did the festival, the the Magic of Lights. Yeah, we you gotta listen to Christmas music. D- d- dose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm okay doses with okay. it in doses. I think it's actually psychological abuse. If <laughs> if you work in this industry and you work yeah. at a company that makes you play Christmas music. I honestly, I think I yeah, I messaged and, someone that works not in Edmonton, but in radio, and they work for a radio station that like November twelfth 
mm-hmm. started playing full time Christmas music, and I was just like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we're I, f- I feel so bad for we're, you. <laughs> we're thinking of you. Get help. Get help. And imagine the retail the retail sector. Oh, if you work in a in a mall or a store right now, yeah, and it's Christmas, and you are here in Paul McCartney, simply having. A wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time, song. which, in my opinion, is the worst Christmas song ever made. Uh, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, I, there's worse. <laughs> We're gonna do a thing next week where we try to actually track down the worst Christmas song of all time. Um, so join us for that. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And if you work in the mall and you have to listen to that, I'm worried about you. Yeah. And if there's violence at the end of your day, understandably. <laughs> okay, oh, here we go one, again. The one thing, though, I will say is every time, every December 1st, we usually try to squeeze in our first Christmas song. And it's the greatest Christmas song ever recorded. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a special time for the locker room. Mm-hmm. So here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Porky Pig, Blue Christmas. From the Harvard Media News Center, the locker room news. The federal government has officially launched a nationwide three-digit suicide crisis hotline. Canadians from coast to coast can now call or text 988 when in crisis or when they know someone in crisis and they need help. When someone calls or texts 988, they will be then connected with a trained responder, typically someone in the same region you are calling from. In Canada, an estimated 4,500 people die every year from suicide. It's estimated that 988 will receive between 600 and 700,000 calls in the first year. What? Yeah, that's crazy. So uh, that's pretty huge that they launched that. So so they had make a, a difference. They had a number before. They had a helpline, but it was like a you know a ten digit number or yeah, whatever. This and is three digits. Yeah, easy to remember. You can text it. This is free really of smart. charge. This is really um, smart. I, I like this. Yeah, I think this is this is again. I've said this in the past. I will go out of my way to point out things I don't like when our public officials do something. That is good. I think it's it's worth highlighting, and this is this is amazing. Yeah, I saw this, this is good. This is uh, yeah. This is a great great step in the right direction. So nine eight eight, and that launched yesterday. Launched yesterday. It is now live, and it's yeah. not just for somebody who might be thinking um, bad thoughts, but it's also somebody that might be dealing with somebody in the house yeah. or a friend or whatever you that you're worried to, about. You need support or assistance. Yeah, because I think that. <laughs> The, the thing about this is you're going to get somebody on the line that has the tools that can deal with it, mm-hmm. right? I wouldn't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to handle something like that. So you got experts at the end of 988. Nice work. Yeah. I like it. Welcome to the locker room. For some reason, I'm having a little trouble letting go of this Corey Perry thing. <laughs> So we got Shocker. Dean Blundell on from Cryer Media, Cryer.co. Check him out. Have you done any stories on the on the webpage about this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did a okay. story that basically was the opposite of everything that you've been saying, which is like, <laughs> let's just wait and see to see what the deal is. So we apparently we got the deal, right? Apparently he released a statement, which is uh, which is good. Okay, uh, well, I have some thoughts about that statement, but we're going to paraphrase it quickly. Grant, it's not going to read the whole yeah. thing, but give us a rundown on what he released so yesterday. He put, put his statement out. First off, he apologized that he's embarrassed for his actions. He let people down. Um, he also cleared up the 
the Bedard mom thing. He said, as a result of my actions, there has been some speculation. I'm sickened by the impact it had on others. In no way did this involve any of my teammates or their families. He really put that in there. He had to. My behavior was inappropriate and wrong, he said. And then he said, I've started working with experts in the mental health and substance abuse fields to discuss my struggles with alcohol, and I will take whatever steps necessary to ensure this never happens again. I hope to regain the trust and respect of everyone who believed in me throughout my career. Once again, I'm deeply sorry. So I'm going to let Dean weigh in first because he's going to have a more mature <laughs> approach to this. And then probably I'll, yeah. I'll cap it off with the truth. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I can't wait for the truth. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting, right? Because uh, we, we kind of got the gamut with the Corey Perry stuff. And then Corey Perry obviously released a statement. I find it kind of interesting that he didn't release a statement for two weeks. And there's two things that happen when uh, someone just kind of outs themselves and they, they're honest with themselves in those moments. Um, sometimes it takes public pressure, and that's what you saw with this. Sometimes it's just, hey, man, I'm just miserable at all. And as someone who's had to make that decision and get healthy and and uh, stop drinking um that admission is really powerful you know like for anybody regardless of the circumstances to admit they've got mental health issues is tough you know for anybody who's got a drinking problem a drug problem it's it's impossible it's this incredible secret this lie that you hide as an individual where you know you know you know that you are unwell you know that you are in trouble you know that you drink too much uh and that was the case for me and i know that's the case for a lot of guys i work with and um you know and 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 there's there's a commonality there uh for a lot of different nhl players professional athletes right you know you come to the end of your career uh you know maybe the the way that you've dealt with things your whole life has been by these coping mechanisms of substance alcohol is generally the biggest one um but I'll tell you something, there's a lot of courage in making a public statement like that uh, after you know you're in trouble um, or when you know you're in trouble to admit in front of a bunch of people like I am not well. That's what Corey Perry was saying. I'm not well. I take responsibility. I am sorry. I am deeply sorry. Sorry is a very difficult thing for guys like Corey Perry to say in public, right? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there are a couple things that I think are interesting about the statement. You know, one is obviously, and everybody is the conjecture and, and how many people it hurt over the last, I don't, I don't know how long. I know Melanie Bedard had to kind of, I think she deleted her, her Instagram account, you know, and I, uh, so I feel terrible for her. I feel terrible for her, for him, for her family and the Bedards. But, you know, the, the real thing here is, is that, is that it was really courageous uh, for Corey Perry to finally step up and say, I have a problem. And, and you know, it's amazing how, how that one statement or that the, the idea that you have to be honest or vulnerable uh, is such a fearful event for so many people. But on the mm-hmm. flip side, it's also truly amazing what happens uh, when you accept that you have a problem, you know, and, and, and I think that that is, such a relational statement for so many people right now that are struggling with drugs and alcohol. And I give Corey Perry a lot of credit. I give the Chicago Blackhawks none. Um, and yeah, they really booted they, this whole thing. Oh my God, they do it every time. It's just, it's like clockwork. Every single NHL franchise does the same thing. The Blackhawks are the worst at it. But, you know, the human capital here is, is you've got a man with a family. Um, who's admitted he's got a drinking problem or he's an alcoholic and, and it's time to get help. And, and he said, sorry. And this is where the first day of the rest of his life starts. And I truly mean that. Well, here's my issue with it. Okay. With, with the statement, 
I worked in a building that fired me. They replaced me with a guy that was a raging alcoholic. Okay? I heard stories that he was drinking 15 beer a day. He would bring a 15-pack in a duffel bag and hide it underneath of his desk. I lasted a year and a half. He lasted three years. And when I would say to people that I knew that was still working there, why haven't they gotten rid of him? And they're like, well, because they're worried about his mental health and they want to help him out. (laughs) So they fired me for being a dick. But they kept a guy that drank 15 beer a day around twice as long as they did me. You know what that says? But hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. I'm glad I got fired. Things worked out for me. Mm -hmm. But I remember thinking, wow, times have changed. People now, if they're having an issue, and it's not a bad thing, if their mental health is a priority they're gonna they're gonna hang on to them and they're gonna do what they can to help that guy out and that's a good thing and it surprised me coming from that organization so to me the hole in this apology is he lost his gig over this yeah yeah he lost his gig over it because it came with some other behaviors like there's a bunch of stuff we still don't know and so there's that right like the you know i've heard that there are other issues involved and it's not just an alcohol issue and so so does that, that other issue involve well. a mop <laughs> no it doesn't no it doesn't yeah uh and i will say this just a quick aside what are the chances that the guy who drank 15 beer a day was way nicer than you and so you got oh fired. absolutely I mean, he yeah. was not, i know the guy Hammered, he was he's nice way guy. nicer than he, he He's a nice guy. He was really nice when he, he drank. Yeah, and I probably deserve to be fired. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Uh, right? But let me, let me say, like, I'm let not me suggesting say, that. I'm just I'm saying organizations tend to protect people that are in trouble. Well, it, and this doesn't seem like a protection no, thing. But, they, but, they, but it's not a protection thing. It's a protection thing of the brand. That's what they were trying to do. They were trying to suss through it. And you got to be aware that a guy like that that's got issues, there are also legal implications there are human implications here to that point right a guy like listen we don't mind firing dicks like we'll, mm-hmm. we'll fire dicks all day long um but you know it's really difficult to let go of somebody who is claiming mental health or drug or alcohol related issues because there's an impetus to help that person right as a company you you look yeah. at that differently but uh to your point yeah i mean is is it unfair i don't know you just must have been a massive dick <laughs> to get fired way before that guy <laughs> i was just gonna say there was clearly something else because i mean lots of players go into rehab like into yes. the player where this is more of a jim montgomery situation when he got fired from the stars when he was drunk yeah is yeah. the coach and so yeah something happened but something we'll ever know or not happened, right like yeah, there's it, more here there's yeah. more here than just the apology and losing his gig and 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 you know all the secrecy there are there are other things at play mm-hmm. that obviously have have led to this to grant's point i think grant makes a great one yeah all right well I'm sure we'll be talking about this again all next week. <laughs> well, I won't be, but you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys, thanks for letting me do this. Really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Dean Blundell, Cryer Media, CryerMedia.co. Have a good one. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson.
There was a recent study done on conspiracy theories and how many people in Canada believe conspiracy theories. And this study found that 80% of people in Canada believe at at least one conspiracy theory. And that might sound high. You might not believe that. There's no way 80% of Canadians believe. But let me break it down for you. And if you know me or listen to this show at all, you know that I am not the conspiracy theorist here. But I think that more than 80% of people believe at least one conspiracy. I believe everyone believes at least one conspiracy. Because people hear conspiracy and they think, oh, we faked the moon landing. (laughs) 9-11 was an inside job. JFK was killed by the CIA. Now, while all of those things are true, (laughs) think about the, the smaller ones. Like, if you're a person that claims to not believe any conspiracy theories, ask yourself this. Do you think that Apple intentionally slows down your phone when they release a new one? Yes! Do you think it's a coincidence that gas prices go up the day before every long weekend? No! Like, I'm not saying that Elvis, JFK, and Bigfoot are all frozen in an underground bunker together. As much sense as that makes, but I think that most people would be open to believing that their phone is listening to them. That's a conspiracy. Or that maybe, just maybe, Paul McCartney did die in 1966 and was replaced by a body double? (laughs) Saying you believe in a conspiracy theory, it doesn't mean that you think the world is flat. It could mean, however, that you believe the government is covering up one or two things about aliens. So no, I don't believe 80% of Canadians believe in at least one conspiracy theory. I believe it's even higher than that. And Elvis is still alive. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Make Wings Cheap Again t-shirts and hats. Join the movement. Help make Wing Wednesday special again. Text us now for the link to shop. The Locker Rooms. Jimmy. Get the movies. I shall call him me. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Dave's not here! <laughs> All right, so we're on a bit of a Cheech and Chong thing. We ended up on Up in Smoke back at the end of November because of Tom Skerritt being an alien. We're doing a six degrees of separation. Yeah. Started the year with Kevin Bacon. We're almost done here. That's I know. Last yeah. yeah, last yeah. couple of movies. Started, then we started with Kevin Bacon, and then every actor has been connected. So. Yeah. And then we jumped into Cheech Marin, and then we did Cheech and Chong's next movie, and now we're on to Tommy Chong, so we're doing another Cheech and Chong movie called Nice Dreams. And we have not been enjoying the Cheech and Chong movies. Jimmy is not a a, a stoner and doesn't necessarily appreciate the humor, so we got some advice from stoners... Locker room listener stoners. Yeah. And they said, dude, you got to get baked and watch the next one. You can't watch Cheech and Chong sober and expect it to be funny is what they said. So um, Jimmy called his dealer and he's (laughs) been hooked up. And we've got some weed, and you've got weed questions for us. I have, to, I have two. One, I have like I, what I have is this is some old weed I got from a friend, like edibles. So I have a ten milligram gummy, and then I have a couple of two milligram gummies. How much should I do? Should I do the ten milligram? I think you could do ten milligrams. What I would so I did do- the drink. And it was a 10 milligram, and it 
that and a gummy kind of really messed me up. The oh, you last did time. both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would have. I think the, not advised doing both. I think the drinks hit harder because I've drinks had to drink one different. time and I was like, "Woo, I'm feeling that." But I've had ten milligram edibles and and not felt it as much. There's something about the drink for me. I mean, everyone's body is different. Everybody right? processes it differently, yeah. right? I here's what I would do if I were you, Jimmy. Okay. And again, I don't know if anybody has any other advice for you, but I'm. St- I think you should take the 10 milligram thing, and then wait about 30 minutes, then put the movie on. That's my advice. Okay. I find when I take edibles, it takes about 20, 30 minutes before I start to feel it. Yeah, it um, takes a while for it to kick in, right? Ten is, uh, and again, people are listening, going, "You guys are having three hundred and fifty, yeah, to start." But we're really lightweight. We are like, lightweight. We do not. I don't. This is d- something we dabble in very rarely. Mm-hmm. Um, and at any time, I've I've felt five. Like I felt, yeah, I felt stoned off of five milligram gummies. So yeah. a ten, I think you're gonna get. You're gonna get. Pretty lit up, and if you if you do drink, which you do every day, <laughs> I would curtail that a bit. And I would. He doesn't usually drink on Sundays. No. Okay. That's well, then, that's, guilty about that's all the my drinking. second question: is is if I'm getting stoned on Sunday, will it affect me Monday? No. That's why like people hang, like talking a, like about a, Jimmy here, though. Like, like yeah. a hangover. No, you there's won't. No, get, no. no, that's why people love weed. Is there's no hangover. No, you might feel right. a little bit sluggish in the morning if you do it later, but I don't think you'll feel. Because I was thinking maybe I should do it on the Saturday rather than the Sunday, just in case. No, because you want to drink on the Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. If you do have a beer, I would only, I would wait until you get a bit of a buzz on. And then just have like one, maybe two beer. If you're going to mix the two, I'd be careful with that. Yeah. If you, what time do you usually watch the, the Jimmy at the movies? Usually in the, the early afternoon. Early afternoon, one, oh, two. No, 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 no. You'll be fine, dude. You'll be fine. Yeah. I, we, we've had a lot of texts that I should just do all of it. Um, now, don't listen to... I'm not listening to that because yeah. these are the people that do 200 milligrams. And yeah. Listen to your and, dad. Yeah. I, I think... I, I Maybe I'm wrong. I think the 10 milligram, you'll you'll feel 10 milligrams. I think the 10 will be fine. And then if you do, just have a little more. Like if I'd you don't, be curious to, if, if it makes the movie better. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll it will. <laughs> uh, 100% it will. All right. Okay, so Jimmy's review coming up Monday morning. Jimmy at the movies. It's nice dreams. Um, we might have to try to find a way to jump into a Christmas movie to wrap up the year, too. Yeah, we should. I got a thought. I'm sure we can. <laughs> the Locker Room, only on Cruise. Yeah, we talked about it earlier today. The lists are going to start coming out, right? Yes. Yeah, um, it's the end of the year thing. It's uh, it's one of those things. Start right? to see all the stats and yeah, we this, did the word of the year earlier today. This is the best TV shows of 2023. Not surprising. The Bears on there. If yeah. you haven't seen the Bear, I think most people have by now. That's such a good show. What would your the best show that came out in 2023 that you watched? The Bear. I would say um, the Last of Us. Oh, damn it. Yeah, that, uh, that was mine. That's pretty decent as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- those two are d- definitely at the top of the list. Do you have the list in front of you? 
Um, yes, I have a list. Um, okay. I had um, I'm a Virgo on there from Prime. I'm Barry. Trying. There was a new season of Barry I didn't watch. Uh, you didn't watch the new one? No, not yet. Um, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. That was a huge show. I never watched it, and it didn't appeal to me. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. No? Uh, you've probably no. seen him in memes all the time. He gets memed and videoed all the time. Um, the other two, Reservation Dogs was on the list. You keep bringing that one I up. I really like that's, that show. That's uh, Taiki Guaitiki or whatever. He, he helped create it, yeah. And Did he? Okay. It's, it's a great show. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us was on there. The Bear was on there. The Curse on Showtime. That is um, Nathan Fielder, who is a Canadian, who is hilarious. He does a show, Nathan, for you. If you haven't seen Nathan for you, very funny, but I guess he's got a new show on there. Dead Ringers is on there. What's, Dead, Ri- what's Dead Ringers? Because that's been brought up before when we've talked about what show I should binge next. That one is on Prime. Um, it's about gynecologists oh, um, okay. revolutionizing the way women deliver babies. Um, so, yeah, you might not like it. And Succession was on there. Succession, the yeah. Final that was season a, of Succession. That was a really good show as well. Uh, I Beef, enjoyed that. Beef was another popular show on Netflix. Remember that one? I did. I never got into that one. That was with, what's his name, the guy that got beat with a bat in Walking Glenn Dead. Glenn from The Walking Dead yeah. was in that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need another show right now because I'm, I'm sort of in limbo. I've been getting by with enough sports. There's like lots of sports on right yeah. now. But yeah, we watched the House Asher. We finished that, and then um, we we're watching the new American Horror Story. But it's not very good. I'm not going to watch that. I I typically like that show, but the last couple seasons haven't been very good. I've and been, this one with Kim Kardashian's not great. <laughs> I've been watching um, older movies. Yeah, I've been rewatching stuff. I've been watching like I the 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 Jimmy at the movies movies as and, you go along with yeah, them yeah yeah like I, I I put in up in smoke which was okay yeah um I I was thinking of going back and watching a bunch of the the uh, Sylvester Stallone movies but not not the Rockies yeah and not the uh, not the Rambo's but maybe watching like his Cobras and all those over the tops and well, stuff. Well, the trailer for Fur- Furiosa Mad Max just came out, and I'm like, maybe I should go rewatch all the Mad Maxes again. I haven't done those that are always in good for a watch. I haven't done that in a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do that too. That's a good idea. Welcome to the locker room. McDonald's is really stepping up their game in Canada right now. Of course, we spent most of this week talking about the McRib. Um, returning to select markets on in Ontario, testing it out. Brampton, there's like three locations. Brampton and around Toronto. And so if it sells good enough there, hopefully they bring it across Canada. Come on, Brampton. You can do it. They did, they did a similar thing, remember, when they were flirting with the idea of all-day breakfast? That's right. And we did an all-day show here on the locker room to promote it. Yeah, and uh, that's right. I remember it that. Worked. It um, does. It does work. This- yeah, if you're in Ontario listening, we do have Ontario listeners. We need you to go to McDonald's, um, get the McRib. Get 10. Get 10. Send the bill here to Cruz. Locks pan. I am not. Um, that he's is, made that it is, his commitment. It's not a thing. He also does email transfers. Yeah, so, so we taught him how to do that. So. McDonald's is now launching adult Happy Meals in Canada as well, which I think is your idea. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was my idea or not. Um, I I did say they need to bring it to Canada at one point because they were doing this in the states. Jimmy, am I wrong? Don't you? Do you remember? I think it was his idea. Maybe, yeah. I swear to God, <laughs> you at one point in the last eight years, 
made a comment. I, I think it was yeah. on one of your grant reports about the fact that they needed to do an adult. It sounds meal. like something I'd, I'd say. Because <laughs> so, the thing is, I think it was because he he used to he was complaining that they have a kids happy meal, but they didn't have an adult. Yes, one. That was I when have he was... a very vivid memory of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you deserve credit for this. <laughs> they're listening. McDonald's is paying attention to this show. You know what they need to bring back next? So they're bringing in this adult Happy Meal in Canada. The finally. pizza. Um, no, not the pizza. Everyone always talks about the pizza. The birthday cakes. They don't do the birthday cakes anymore? I, don't, I think very few McDonald's do the birthday cakes. So. I don't remember them having birthday I don't know if I've ever had It was never really on the menu, but when I was a kid, um, I used to have friends would throw their birthdays at McDonald's. Playing the play place, and they had sheet cakes that you could get, and they were like three dollars for a huge sheet cake. Huh. They were delicious. And I, I don't know, remember that. I see some will have it occasionally, but most don't. So, so bring back the sheet cakes. They've got Crocs this year now. The yeah. adult Happy Meal. They're possibly bringing back the McRib because of this show. Um, because we've been pushing for that for years. You're welcome. And it's up to you, Ontario. Mm -hmm. You guys need to make sure you eat that thing as much as you possibly can. I would do it every day, and then we'll get it here in Canada, I'm sure, like in the rest of Canada. Um, I I remember being very, very fond of the McRib. Mm -hmm. I remember going into the store. I have very vivid memories of eating that thing. Yeah. Yes. Me too. We need it. And when was that? That's a hundred years ago. Yeah, it was a hundred years I, ago. The last time it was in Canada was like 2012 or something, it, but oh, that, it, it was a very like was short longer, period of time. Yeah. Longer ago. Anyway, yeah. Um, we do have a plan to k- keep our foot on the pedal, too, with this McRib movement here in, in Alberta. Let's do it. The Locker Room, only on Chris. The nicotine pouches are fairly new, right? New and huge right now, especially in the States. I'm catching just on hearing here. about it right now. Um, I started seeing them, and I didn't know what people were talking about. I just thought it was like chew. Yeah, they're in like a chew bucket. Yeah, um, and people were talking about like, you need to get these Zins, Z-Y-N-S. Zins are the new thing. Everyone's zinning and, and all these memes about it, and it was like the cool thing. And I had no idea what, I, what it was, and then I was golfing with a guy who, who pulled out a Ten of them. Bucket of them? And okay. Was, yeah, I was like, what is that? And I thought it was like snooze or something, and then I started reading more about it. So they're nicotine D- Did pouches. you try it? No, I didn't. You haven't? Okay. Really want to, but I have not. <laughs> <laughs> really want to try these. So we have Zonic in Canada, which is the same thing. And, uh, now doesn't sound as fun as Zim's. No, it doesn't. But uh, So it's literally a pouch of pure nicotine. And you put it in your lip. You don't have to spit. You can swallow it because it's just nicotine. There's no tobacco in it. Is it like those um, strips or whatever? The uh, the Listerine looks like mouth? this. No, it's literally a pa- packet, like almost okay. like a tea bag, okay. full of nicotine. <laughs> that you can tea bag yourself. Um, and they say they're so awesome. Um, nicotine is. I mean, we're not doctors here, but. Oh, there's a lot of research about, for you. about nicotine being good yeah, for you. Yeah, get it in you. Because the tobacco is the thing that's really bad. So the nicotine... Yeah, these are fine. <laughs> this won't cause a problem at uh, all. Of course, now the government's getting involved. Boring. They're the going to no, ruin all the fun. The no fun police? Because right now you can So get, they're mad about it. Why? They're saying they got um, tricked. Bamboozled. Because right now you can buy them anywhere gas stations anywhere okay and they're like five dollars for a tin you had 24 of them why would you do um, chew if you can do this exactly 
Because um, chew's like why 30 bucks a tin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and like, it's just pure nicotine. Okay. And so they're saying... You talk me into it. <laughs> I know how much you love smoking, so... I still dream this about it. This is a healthy alternative. So what the government is saying, the health <laughs> minister... The health minister is saying, we were bamboozled because they told us that it was going to be a stop smoking aid. And what they have no, done is not. they have marketed it as a party fun um, thing to do. Yeah. So they haven't marketed it as like a nicotine patch. They've marketed it as, hey, kids, come try this thing, this new thing. And so now they're saying we're going to close the loophole um, because we didn't realize how it was going to be advertised or sold. And blah, 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 blah. it's going to all be illegal soon. So you're going to hear a lot more about it. It was all it'll over be, the news It'll yesterday. be $30 a tin soon. My, my You'll wife only was, be able to buy it at select places. My my wife was asking about them because and I'm like, I don't even know what the hell they are. Like, I, I think you put them in your mouth. Yeah, you put it in your lip. And um, do you spit something out afterwards? Nope, or No, nope, you can just... They just completely dissolve. You just swallow... Oh, like the pouch, I'm sure you have to. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have to spit like when you're chewing. Like Nothing. when you're chewing tobacco, you, just, okay. you can swallow your spit. It's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I want one. You know what? Honestly. Should we try them? The problem for me, though, is I know what will end up happening, right? Like. <laughs> that's why my wife doesn't want me to try them. But, but also. <laughs> that's why that's why the tobacco industry has them and That's there. why they are marketing them the way yeah. they are. But with know. you and how how your life works you'll get it, you'll do it and then you'll get some kind of weird disease from it no what'll happen they'll tell you exactly what'll happen you'll I'll go addicted. home on, on the way home and I'll buy a pouch of these things and then I'll be on that hardcore and then that won't be enough I'll get back on the darts and I'll be smoking well, a pack or two a day no I was gonna say you'll get addicted to these they're four dollars a tin yeah as soon as you're addicted they'll be thirty dollars a tin because <laughs> that, you're totally right that's but exactly Exactly how it works how in my does world. a little winter green in the lip sound right now? Okay, you talk me into it. <laughs> this is the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. He should be coming in for these in his in his onesies. Yeah, in why, his onesie. Why is massive damage not coming down to the radio station to do these? It's not a onesie. It's called a singlet. Good morning, my you friend. You ruined so many things for me. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I'm wasn't sorry, that I, wasn't you. I was talking to Jimmy. You missed the conversation we were having before the before you picked up. Massive damage. How are you doing today, brother? Lock, I'm doing amazing. I just uh, I'm so humbled and, and thankful for your support. Last show, what a show! Are you ready for the show tonight? I'm super ready for the show tonight. I, I kind of got a loss there last time. I I don't lose very many very many chain matches, so I, I had to regroup here for. Did you show. lose you lose your belt or what? I lost my belt, Grant. Yeah. Is that when you, when everyone was in the ring, just beating the tar out of each other? Is that when you lost it? No, I had a dog collar chain match with uh, with a young fella named Bobby Brake, and, and he better he bettered me last show. So uh. I've, I've got to regroup and and come back this show. But well, you're not getting any did younger. You, the end of the year, right? So did you give Jimmy uh, his right. dog collar back, or? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jimmy's dog collar would quite fit around my deck. A little bit different sizes. I, <laughs> I have a... He had a great debut, and, and everybody was really impressed and happy with, you know, 
Jimmy, I, I think I'm probably now out of you and me, Locke, I'm Jimmy's mom's favorite parent. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have an idea. Cause so, so something went sideways? Oh, it went good. Locke and I have been uh, trying to write skits. That's been kept out of the. Hold on, hold on. Something went sideways, didn't it? What? No. No, he just said because he I didn't get hurt, he didn't took yeah. care of me so he that's was looking after me that's him. not how Tabor works that's not how the white clan works <laughs> so, all I'm saying is I'm, I'm guessing I'm probably now the new favorite pair but all I know Locke is we're raising a good young man okay Locke and I have been trying to write skits for you guys and I, I had I had an idea for one so we just had like the driest November ever there's no snow yet for Christmas so yeah. before Same. Christmas I guess you'd have to do it tonight um you, so El Nino is the reason for the dry weather right now. Isn't he part of Monster Pro Wrestling? We get your Mexican El Nino wrestler out yeah. there. <laughs> Jimmy James White wrestles him, defeats him, so we can have a white, a white Christmas. Christmas. Nah, not, <laughs> nice work, Grant. That's good writing. Good, yeah, Grant. I don't hate. Uh, I don't being, hate that idea. Yeah. You're being underpaid there. I'm gonna have to talk to your boss. That's good writing. All right, let's talk a little bit about tonight. The match is called Death Match. It's at the um, Alberta Avenue Community Center. What time do doors open, Jimmy? Six thirty. Okay, six thirty. And um, is there anything you want to let us know about this evening's match? They're massive. Well, tonight I'm wrestling another, probably the other only current uh, active Hall of Fame wrestler, Vance Nevada. Between the two of us, we've probably got about 75 years of experience. Yeah. Okay. So that, that should be a heck of a match. And uh, Mighty Casey won the Battle Royal, so he gets a title shot. And he's been chasing that Blake for a while, so tonight could be the night for a new champion. You never know in MPW. Now, how do we get tickets outside of going to the door and grabbing them when doors if open? You- yeah, if you don't want to get him at the door, you can e-transfer to love. you still got a few hours today. It's mpwrestlingevents at gmail.com. But we've been doing really good selling tickets again. I think we're going to have a really big event nice, uh, for the nice. first. So. When is Jimmy, I mean, I don't know what, I've lost track of what character he is or who he is anymore. And we keep changing it when we hear it anyway. So when is Jimmy going to wrestle again? Is that going to be in the new year? Definitely, we've. Uh, I've talked to him about possibly we're going back to Fort Mac on uh, January twentieth, and I think he'd do really good there. You guys yeah, there's lots of up Mexicans there. up in um, <laughs> in Fort Mac too. Yeah, right? they're, they're the Eastern, the Newfie Mexicans. Yeah, they're a different breed. Uh, good for, sure. for you trying to find another way to make it more racist. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ring announcer tonight. Okay, there he is. Uh, James P. White will be making an appearance. Massive is uh, fighting for his belt for his life this evening, and it's Death Wish. We need a we need a name um, or something to text in to win tickets. El Nino. Oh, there we go. There you go. Make sure you spell that properly. Thanks for your time, Massive. Hey, good luck thanks, tonight. Guys. See All you right. Tonight, and thanks again for your support, guys. Wrap your knees. Welcome to the locker room. Thank you for contacting the office of Mayor Olivia Chow to leave a voice message for a member of the mayor's team. Press five. Hello, thank you for reaching the office of the mayor. Please leave a detailed message with your name and number, and we will contact you as soon as permitted. Thank you. 
This is a message for the Honorable Mayor Olivia Chow. I'm calling from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. My name is Lachlan Cross. I've got Grant and James P. White with me as well. Say hi, guys. Hello. 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 Um, we are on a uh, morning show here in town um, called The Locker Room, and we're in the middle of a campaign to get McDonald's McRib in Alberta and Edmonton specifically. And it's our understanding that if the sale of the McRib at select locations in Ontario goes well, McDonald's will roll it out across the rest of the country. So it's kind of in your hands, Mrs. Chow, and we're hoping that you would do something on your end to help promote this. I don't know, like a press release or something? Some sort of, um, yeah. Yeah. Make it a day. McRib day. McRib day. Maybe. For the rest of Canada. I like that idea. You know, people talk about uniting Canada and the this east and the west healing the division this is it yeah and you need to do your part as a politician as the leader of canada's largest city and listen we thank you in advance if you'd like to call if you have any more questions please feel free to give us a shout at 780-989-0957 and like grant said this is about bringing the country together yeah thank you for your time who are we calling Car guy, Will. Okay. And he's in Saskatchewan, you said? Yeah. Hello. Will? Yo. We just wanted to thank you for the effort that you're making on your end to get the McRib in Western Canada. Not a problem, brother. Yeah, it's a huge service you're doing. You've been contacting your family, telling them to go eat the McRib. Um, Thank you so much. Nice work, brother. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Wonder- yeah, all my family's back in Ontario, so... Okay, like, well, get them on done, it. people. Get them on it. I okay, pre- man. You appreciate it. You have a good day, brother. You too, man. And now, another world-famous locker room Twitter poll. Grant Johnson, what do we got? What was the locker room's word of the year? So, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, their word of the year was authentic. The locker room's word of the year. We got the final results here. It was between Ozempic, Taint, and Glory Hole, and it was close. This was a close battle. battle. In third place was Glory Hole. Oh, okay. Second place was Ozempic. That means the word of the year for 2023 for the locker room was Taint. I knew it! I knew Tate would come through. (laughs) It was a good year. All right. Thanks for the votes, everybody. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. If you feel like drinking now, you're not alone. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.